Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Bites Show. This is the best podcast on the planet when it comes to video games, in our humble opinions. Uh, today is October 7th, and my name is Legrand Jolly, your host. I am joined, as always, with co-hosts Jeremy Lamont and filling in for Dale Jones, Jared Dunn. Jared Redeye. Hello, Jared. How are you? Bringing out the B-team. Yeah. <laughs> the B team. Hey man, we 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 pimp your wares every single podcast, man. It's Just true. So you know. It's true. So Jared, of course, does all of our streaming and our video content for the show. And Jeremy, hey, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. I just wanted to revise. It's not just the best podcast for video games. It's the best podcast, period. Yeah. Yep. It's exactly that. But if you happen to like video games, it's that much better. Exactly. It just makes it relevant, but we're still pretty good, regardless. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're not we're not bad. I guess not bad. I just listen for the music. It's such good music. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's what they say about Playboy magazine as well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they've been writing some really good video game uh, stuff lately, so I, I might have to check them out for the articles. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I actually, I saw someone post something, and they're like, wow, this is a, actually a really good you know, think piece on something. And I'm like, uh, it's still not safe for work, though. <laughs> he said that's peace. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the this is the episode of the podcast where we talk about the video games that we've been playing. We of course also record at the top of the week on Sundays where we talk about the news and the new releases and other relevant topics that come to mind. But today we're going to talk about video games we've been playing because that's, that's the fun part of what we do, right? Heck yeah! Well, I'm going to start because I basically have nothing to talk about. <laughs> uh, I've been super busy moving um, my house, which has been. The closing date on our house that we're selling has been pushed back like three times, so I'm still in this house. I don't know, supposedly next Tuesday, or next Monday, or Tuesday is when I officially close and have to get out again. So it's been pushed back several times, but that being said, like I took the entire week off last week to pack up my house and move and haven't played a whole lot of video games. I heard um, the graphics are terrible in the packing game. Mm. Oh man, it's her- I mean, I-, I was whistling the uh, Tetris theme song while I was... Loading stuff into the storage unit. Oh, man. Uh, Life skills. Yeah. So it, it's just really grindy and not very rewarding. It's, <laughs> dude, it, it's horrible. And basically now in our house, there's, um, we have no furniture. Like I'm working on like a card table. Um, there's no like couches in our house. So there's like nowhere to sit, but like beds and like <laughs> it's it, all of our dishes are packed. So we've been eating off of like paper plates and plastic cups for like a week and all of our food has been packed out of our pantries because we were supposed to have moved out like a week ago today was when we were supposed to close. So we had all this stuff ready to go back then, but we're like, hey, might as well just stay in the house until we actually close. Um, so, yeah, it's been a rough kind of week. But uh, as far as video games, more Diablo for me, Heroes of the Storm. So are you, are you playing these stuff. games in your mind, just like laying on your cot looking up at the ceiling and like <laughs> – the, Season the three, are, man. Our yeah. bed is actually still intact. Our bed is intact. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, and the kids are on mattresses on the floor. <laughs> the the kids are on their own. Our bed's <laughs> good. <laughs> our bed's okay. Nice. Um, but I did. Uh, I did fire up Destiny just to give it a old shot. Um, I, I guess I can mention that a little bit. Um, I haven't bought the expansion packs yet. I think I'm probably going to, uh, just because why not? But I uh, deleted my warlock who was like level 14 just to. Start over for the beginning. So I have a couple just notes about that because I haven't really been able to give my my piece of it. Obviously, I haven't played the expansion, but uh, uh, just to talk about Ghost and removing of Peter Dinklage and adding of um, uh, Nolan North. Nolan North. Yeah. Uh, as the Ghost actor, I really 
I can't tell a difference of whether it's better or worse. I mean, it all sounds fine to me. So I, I understand the reason why they did it is probably because, you know, they couldn't either didn't want to get Peter Dinklage back, he didn't want to come back, or um, they didn't want to pay him what he was asking for to come back. And so they're like, okay, let's uh, let's just we'll re-record the whole thing, you know, and, and um, obviously there wasn't a ton of lines by the ghost. That know, seems right. excessive. Like, couldn't they have just left his lines and then started something new? I kind of liked I, Dinklage. Even, even I, the... It was fine, and that's what I mean. I mean, I played it, and I, and I started from the beginning, so I was getting a lot of dialogue from the ghost, and yeah, it just didn't seem like it was that big of a deal to remove it or to change it or whatever. I, I mean, no, their excuse is they wanted to keep it consistent, right? But uh, yeah, whatever. I, I, I feel mean... like there could have been a dramatic story element or something where, you know, you lose your ghost and you get a new one or something. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, even, even like the really bad lines. Like, I really like that wizard came from the moon. I was kind of sad when they took that out, too. <laughs> Um, we've we've woken the hive. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I thought, mean, I thought it was all right. Back in the day, we grinded that 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 spot, that door opening, like over and over and over again, looking for. <laughs> I mean, after they closed the loot cave, you know, that's where we went and hung out. Yeah, Engrams or whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I heard we woke in the hive. Like I don't know how many times, but uh, yeah. Anyway, the game's fine. It still plays good. I like how they added the quest log. That's nice. Um, other than that, I really haven't experienced anything new. Um. But yeah, I look forward to kind of poking at it. I think I'll probably play it pretty casually. I have uh, some cousins I need to reconnect with that are all playing it, so I'm probably going to link up with them and play some, get in the Crucible. And yeah, and you'll eventually benefit. I mean, even without buying the expansions, you I think you benefit from the new uh, light level system, so you won't have to deal yeah. with. I mean, you you do get some of the update content in in you know the way that they restructure. That, that won't even matter until I hit level twenty, anyways, because that's when the leveling kind of stop. But really, it's Anyway, whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's it's fine, and I'll kind of poke at it. But I, like I said, I, I will I will likely just get the expansions here. I think this will be kind of my casual game, kind of like the way that Dale's been playing it uh, moving forward. Just kind of get in every once in a while and play a bit and log on to stuff. But uh, yeah, that's other than that, um, haven't really been doing much at all new. I've just been you know Diablo <laughs> and Heroes of the Storm, and um, yeah, just kind of packing my house up. So. At, by the time it's night, when I you know I'm ready to play games, I'm like super tired. So it's just something that's easy and you know kind of relaxing to play, which Diablo is at this point, where it's just you know mindless, mindless clicking and killing. So uh, yeah, I'm pretty easy this week on video games. How, how is what about um, you I'm guys? Curious about Heroes of the Storm. Actually, have they been doing many updates with that? Is that getting? Uh, I mean, it uh, made a big splash when it first came out of beta, but I haven't heard much about it since then. They continued. There's a big, huge patch that came out yesterday. Um, so they balanced basically every single warrior character in the game got significant tweaks. So some of the overpowered ones got tweaked. They got nerfed a little bit, and some of the weaker ones got buffed up. The ones that weren't being played very often or were seeing you know higher loss rates, um, like Diablo for example, got buffed, and Stitches got buffed, and um, and then you know some of the more powerful ones like Joanna got nerfed a little bit, and. Um, and they, they, it was a huge, huge patch. Um, but yeah, they've continually been releasing uh, champions. I think they're on kind of like every every three weeks or so, they've been coming out with a new champion. So yesterday, with the new patch, they released the Medic from StarCraft. So she's the latest uh, support. Well, actually, the uh, first support class, I believe, from the StarCraft universe. Uh, no, I take that back. Tassadar is also support. But anyway, it's a, a healer class, support class from StarCraft, uh, the, the, uh, the Medic, um, which is... Anyway, and so she's just, they've been coming out with new champions uh, fairly often and keep updating it. Uh, of course, the uh, championship series from all the different parts of the world to 
for the teams to qualify to go to the big uh, finals tournament at BlizzCon have been taking place, so that's been kind of cool to kind of watch and kind of follow a little bit. Um, supposedly the U.S. teams are pretty strong this year, uh, in this game at least, so that's pretty exciting for Americans because usually it doesn't happen when it comes to like Blizzard properties. Um, so yeah, I, I think I'm going to look at planning a LAN party for that Saturday of um, BlizzCon just to want to watch the finals and play games and hang out. Um, I know it's during Extra Life, Jared, so... Um, Anyway, I think that is extra life, right? The seventh. You know, you should yes, do is just yes. stream your land yeah. party. There you go. Yeah. Part of the extra Perfect. life team. Perfect. Yeah, so we might. So we we're thinking about kind of throwing a extra life land party and then just do kind of doing it in conjunction with the uh, finals at BlizzCon and then watching you know Hearthstone and StarCraft Two and whatever's available that day um, for the finals, which I yeah. think would be a lot. The of fun. Uh, Game Bites has a team you should join. Oh, that's true. Maybe I will. Yep. I used to. I I did that. I mean, I used to. I used to be involved in it like every year. I did it like three or four years in a row and raised, you know, several thousand dollars. So it was a lot of fun doing it. I just kind of got busy at work and yeah. uh, really couldn't put any effort into doing it. But uh, maybe this year, maybe this year. You decided you didn't want to help children. We understand. I didn't want to help kids. <laughs> I, I, I used to listen to Sarcastic Gamer with Doc and those guys and that podcast. Uh, it was really good. I liked it back then. Um, and I know that, you know, I think it was, yeah, Doc, you know, formed the charity and then mm -hmm. you end up working for the Children's Miracle Network now and all that. So I think that's um, super cool. And I yep. really like what they're doing there. So, yeah, maybe I'll get involved this year. But, there you uh, go. Yeah. Anyway, Heroes of the Storm is awesome. And, Jeremy, you should play it I, if you get a computer. I, I might. I have to. Yeah, well, that's that's definitely got to happen. But uh, I I think I'm, I might be ready to put Guardians of Middle-Earth behind me. But I still have the requirement that this has <laughs> it has to be controller compatible. I will not get carpal tunnel syndrome clicking that mouse everywhere dude you don't have to click that much in this game it's not like league of legends there's no last hitting there's no i mean it's pretty casual man yeah it's, I, I might try it as far as as far as uh mobas go it's the most approachable moba in my opinion i might try it i might try it anyway well jared i know uh, jared's been streaming and playing some games uh we yes. did one last night J just a few actually yeah so uh, i've been playing mostly uh total war arena which you can actually go over to youtube.com slash show and check out um, our archive. But uh, basically this is take all the fun parts of Total War and just play those. Um, I kid, some of the strategy, overarching strategy is fun in Total War games. Boo this man. But, Boo. <clears throat> but uh, basically it's, it's a multiplayer only um, free to play multiplayer. You know where this is going. Uh, tactical, real-time tactical strategy game. So it's teams of 10, I guess we counted last night. It's 10 big teams. 10. It's a lot of people. It's very big teams, but you only get like three units. And, and this may change as you get higher rank. You know, I, I don't really know. I haven't watched any high rank games on YouTube or anything. But uh, basically starting out, you're, you're on teams of 10, and each player gets three units to bring to the battle. And you're responsible for your three units, and your other nine teammates are responsible for their each three units, and you try to kill the other players or capture their base or you know whatever the objective is. Um, and it's actually a lot of fun. So it's set in the kind of the Roman era, and it, it's got all kind of the tactical goodness of a Total War game, uh, kind of done light. So there's not all the real heavy formation stuff. Uh, your different units get different like special abilities like uh, the romans i play a lot can do a defensive testudo testado whatever you, however you say that it's a dance shields up. 
Oh. Yeah, where they put their shields up, but then, you know, they can't attack when they're doing that, but it increases their, you know, defense by a lot or by, you know, whatever. So different special abilities you can do and stuff like that. It, it, it's actually a lot of fun. I've, I've been playing a lot of it, uh, even off the stream, kind of leveling up. I actually played after the stream last night quite a bit, oh, uh, cool. maybe like three or four more rounds and leveled up quite a bit. So it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's definitely worth checking out. I believe it's in closed beta now, so you do have to get an invite, but I actually kind of bought my way in. Uh, with, uh, humble bundle a couple weeks uh, ago. appropriately since it's free what, to play. what is the uh, free to play hook in it so it's very much set up like your world of tanks world of warships or uh war thunder set up so you can buy gold so there's two currencies uh there's like silver and there's gold gold you pay real world money for and you, you know there's i don't know let's just say there's 10 ranks and you level up your general there's different generals with different factions and each one kind of has a different focus. Uh, and then you also level up your troops. So there's a tech tree that you have to kind of level up. You have to spend experience to level them up and then silver to kind of buy the actual upgrade itself. Um, and, and again, it's very much, if you've played world of, uh, you know, world of tanks or world of warships, it's very much set up in that manner. So kind of expect that going in. But so far, I've had a lot of fun with it, just kind of playing, and it's not been too grindy yet. But of course, in the low levels, those games tend not to be. And, and so. the objective, so the, the way the matches go, uh, typically you're capturing an enemy base, is that right? Is that, I mean, are there other modes? Other than yeah, really, it, from what I can tell so far, there's two ways to win. Capture the enemy base or, well, I guess three ways to win. I actually did have a round um, last night go until the timer ended. So, so there's a countdown timer, let's say it's, 20 minutes. I'm not actually sure what the time is, um, but some, some, somewhere around that. And you earn points for doing different things for, you can hold different kind of objectives across the map, which kind of earn points, I guess, uh, probably killing earns points, stuff like that. And, uh, so you can either wipe out the enemy team, you can capture their base, or you can wait for the timer to tick down and have more points than the enemy. So it, it it's, it's a lot of fun. It's worth checking out. I highly recommend it um, if you're into that kind of strategy. It actually kind of mimics one of the favorite strategy multiplayer modes that I don't know where anyone ever really did this other than... Um, oh, what was the name of that? I, I said it last night. I totally... World in Conflict. So World in Conflict multiplayer was each member of the team would say like one member of, of your team would be air support. One would be infantry. One would be armor. And, and so like if you're the air support, all you got was like helicopters, like that's all you were. And there was no way you were going to win just as helicopters. So you really had to work with your team teammates that were say infantry who could actually capture the points and stuff. It was a lot of fun. I really liked that because when I'm playing multiplayer strategy, it's, it's nice to be able to focus on one. I am, heavy support and I'm going to take my units I'm going to perk them here at this river crossing and I'm not going to move or I'm you know like cavalry and I'll move around the map and kind of spot things and try to do flanking attacks etc so it's kind of nice to be able to focus on one kind of task and kind of do that well as opposed to saying I have 10 units and three of them are cavalry and I need to do this with them and two of them are heavies and I need to do this with them that kind of thing so um, a lot of fun. Really enjoyed that. I've been playing a little bit of uh, Guild Wars 2. I won't talk too much about it because I've talked a lot about it, but uh, the expansion launches on the 23rd. Oh, That's pretty cool. Really? That's pretty soon. 
So mm. I'm pretty, pretty, uh, pretty excited about that. So looking forward to that. Just been doing some kind of uh, getting into a little bit of PvP, trying to catch up on that, kind of move down some of the reward tracks. I've actually been doing a little bit of crafting, trying to get my uh, Ascended gear built up, which, you know, I'm not too worried about. I think I've got like three or four pieces now, so. Has there been a, a big influx of terrible noobs now that it's uh, free to play? Is, is everyone complaining about how the, the game has just gone down the down the tubes? No, I, I don't see any complaint. You know, one of the things I like most about the Guild Wars kind of series of games is the community actually is genuinely pretty friendly. Uh, there, there are pockets of uh, jerks, but uh, for the most part, by and large, you know, if you're talking in map chat or, you know, kind of server-wide or whatever, you, you get decent answers. People aren't always jerks. So I've actually seen a lot of people very noob questions or questions that might make more sense in say like World of Warcraft, but not so much more sense in say Guild Wars 2. But, uh, you know, people are pretty friendly. They actually are answering the questions, which is nice. <laughs> so have you, let me, let me ask it this way. Have you noticed, have you noticed an appreciable change in the population? I mean, can you tell that it's, you know, that there, I mean, are there more people playing? Do we know if that's made a difference for the game? I, I don't know. I actually haven't seen any numbers if they've if they've uh, if they've announced anything. But you know the the modes I mostly play World vs World. You actually can't get into on a free account until you're level sixty. So I I really haven't seen much there. Um, and then then PvP. You know you, you sit in a lobby basically. With a lobby being you know like a city zone. Uh, but you basically just enter a queue. And you know the queues don't seem to be going any faster per se so i don't know maybe that's not what people are doing i don't do a lot of the pve type stuff so i like guild wars maybe i should play it some more it's a good game you should you should play it is a good I, game. i've been I, really, i've been really getting into the pvp the the structured pvp that's kind of what they're trying to do all their tournaments the uh Battle had, stuff yeah i found it to be pretty fun because it's like you know when you go in they they kind of level everything right like everyone gets max level gear it doesn't matter if you're level 20 or 80 everyone has the same stats so it's really up to how do you want to do your build and then how are you going to play that in the match um and i kind of like that whereas world vs world is you just take your character at whatever level he is or uh, with whatever gear he has and you kind of go at it and if you have more players then you have more players congratulations you're probably going to win if you have fewer you can still win if you're good but you know Seems like PvP a big Zerg, is, the uh, yeah. world, world stuff. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun if you have a group that you run with. But kind of solo, I've I've found it not to be too great. But solo PvP, I you know I jump in, jump in a queue, find a match in a few minutes, play a match for ten minutes, and you're done, and you just kind of have a good time. So it's it's a lot of fun. It's definitely worth checking out if you're into just kind of that PvP type uh, aspects of of RPGs and MMOs. Uh, since you can check it out for free, and I don't think there's any restriction into jumping into the PvP with the free account, so you should definitely check yeah, it out. Yeah, it's also completely balanced as far as leveling goes, so you can play it at whatever level, and everyone's kind of, you know, levels up with gear to this exact same, everyone has the exact same gear as far as, like, the, you know, the balance as far as that goes. Yeah, in the PvP, none of that matters. You, it, it Again, it's all totally, totally leveled out. So. That's one of my big attractions, the way that PvP works in Guild Wars, is because like unlike WoW, where you have to grind gear so mm -hmm. you can compete, you know, you, there's none of that. It's just it, all, all of the rewards for the PvP are purely cosmetic, and so it's yep. totally awesome and approachable for people who don't have a lot of time to play, like me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay. It's perfect. Cool, man. 
That's Sweet. What well, uh, what about you, Jeremy? What have you been What have you been rocking lately? Well, I've uh, kind of been continuing my theme of a little bit of old and a little bit of new. And uh, one of the things that uh, I've been playing, actually, I think both the games I want to talk about, uh, kind of. Uh, span that idea. Uh, the first one I want to talk about is the Rare Replay Collection on Xbox One. Um, it is a sort of museum piece for Rare, the company, uh, who's been making games since, you know, 1983 uh, in, in various capacities. And it's a collection of 30 games, and uh, the game itself, uh, as, a, as a compilation, costs $30 on Xbox Live. So it's a it's, dollar a game. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think everybody has played at least a few rare games. I mean, this goes all the way back to, to games that I've heard of but never played, like Jetpack, which is sort of a, an Amiga-style, um, I don't know, like a, a one-screen platformer where you assemble little parts of a ship and then fly off uh, while you're shooting little aliens and, and blobs and things that are coming at you. Uh, all the way up to games from the uh, previous generation, like Cameo and Perfect Dark Zero, and, and everything in between, um, on all platforms, too. So... Uh, they have kind of one-upped the Nintendo Virtual Console a little bit by putting out games that have not been released on NES. Uh, so this includes uh, Battletoads. It includes... Um, RC Pro-Am. RC Pro-Am is on there. Um, arcade versions of games. I mean, Battletoads Arcade is in there. Um, oh, really? Ninte yeah, Nintendo 64 games are on there. Um, and they I think they remove... I don't think they actually make a reference to the actual platforms that the games came out on. They just say the year that it was released. But all kinds of stuff is on there. I mean, there are some things that are, are pretty locked up, like none of the Donkey Kong uh, games that they did are... Uh, are in here for obvious IP-related reasons. Donkey Kong Country but, and all those. Yeah, exactly, or, or Donkey Kong 64. But, uh, you know, Banjo-Kazooie is in there. Um, uh, I mean, just, just about everything else that you can think of. I mean, a lot of older stuff, too. I was actually surprised uh, by things like Saber Wolf, and um, I'm trying to remember there's a boat racing game. I can't think of it. Uh, but uh, just all kinds of stuff. And it's a really well-done production. It's not just like a, a menu of, of stuff. In fact, I mean, I, just thinking back, I mean, I think there have been a lot of games like Sega had a really good collection, and, and it had a little bit of a value add to it with little, uh, you know, documentary tidbits and box cover art and stuff like this. This is probably one of the, the best compilations I've seen. I mean, they, they wrote a, a weird, wacky intro song specifically for this, where all the, all the little characters pop up on, you know, puppet sticks and stuff, and uh, everything is arranged like it's a Hall of, hall of Fame. Um, the... Uh, the, the older games uh, have some new features built into them. In fact, every game that goes up to, I think, pre-N64 era has a built-in rewind mode. So if you're, you know, a lot of those old games, it was pretty much one and done. Like if you died, that was it, or maybe you had a couple of lives. Um, but you can rewind at any point on any of those older games, so you don't have to really get serious about it. You can just kind of play through. Uh, the first game that I jumped onto was naturally... Snake, Rattle, and Roll on the NES. Uh, uh, clearly. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Obviously. Um, and, uh, you know, that, that game was pretty difficult. I mean, aside from the fact that it had a weird 3D perspective, uh, it was just not a very forgiving kind of game. And, and I sort of found out by accident the rewind mode, and I was like, oh, yeah. And it made it a lot more fun just to kind of breeze through and just kind of say, oh, yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a fun game. Um, and so anything pre-N64 will do it. 
the later games have been improved somewhat graphically. The N64 games, you can tell, have had a... a it it kind of looks like an HD up-res that you may have seen of, of other sorts of games, so you can tell it's had at least one, one or two graphics passes done on it. Um, and uh, controls have been remapped pretty well. Um, I don't have any complaints about that. They've also added some, some fun little challenge modes where um, you can either, on a per-game basis... Actually, did either of you guys ever play um, the Ultimate NES Remix that Nintendo did for the for the Wii U and the 3DS. Yes. So they yeah. have things they have things like that where they kind of re um configure the the goal of a game like get a certain number of points in a certain amount of time or um you know what have you. I mean it could be just any any number of things and uh so aside from just playing the game straight you can go back and and do a a plethora of kind of weird little you know, mini versions of those games as well. Um, you unlock as you go through, and, and you they give you stamps or stickers, kind of as you as you play each game, you get a sticker. As you spend time with a game, you get a sticker. As you just progress through the game, typically you get those. And what that'll do is that'll unlock. There are uh, documentary videos that they've included, and they interview wow. uh, employer or, or uh, past employees about Rare and like you know like what makes a Rare game, and they all kind of talk about it, and it's it's kind of fun, and they all reminisce on on various. Uh, titles that they worked on and uh, and those kinds of things. I mean, it is it is a really packed. Um, so here's here's a question for you. So yeah. This is there's a ton of games in here, and obviously Rare has put out a ton of good stuff over the years. Um, are there any other developers that you could think of that would you would like to see this kind of treatment with uh, when it comes to like some sort of a collection like this? You know, it's hard because there aren't very many that have that longevity. You know. I mean, Rare has sort of persisted. I, I'm trying to think of, of the number of developers that have even been around that long. I'd love to see the uh, Blizzard games get a modernization pass. Oh, that's a good Diablo, answer. Diablo 1, the original Warcraft mm -hmm. RTSs. You know, the other thing, though, is that most of their games, I mean, they actually have a lot of that stuff available digitally on their current storefront. So it's, sure. Uh, you know, I don't really see them reconfiguring that stuff. Um uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, even Nintendo doesn't do that. They sort of choose to to re-release things kind of on a onesie twosie basis, and they don't do a lot of uh, a lot of improvements on it. I mean, Mario Maker is is a is a pretty good uh, way of doing that, and you know they have uh, the NES remix that I talked about. That that's one way of doing it. Um, like I mentioned, Sega has sort of already done a compilation. Um, mm -hmm. Man, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, maybe I, I mean I I can't think of any companies that are still around, but. Um, I don't know. I I'd like to see maybe a I don't know, like Sierra Online or some some of those old uh huh. but but again you can sort of get a lot of that stuff on GOG too. I don't know. That's that's a really good question. We should looking, we should think about that. We should make that a topic studios. of the week. So last question about Rare Replay. What is your favorite game out of the 30 games? Um you know, I I still actually haven't played them all, but I it's kind of fun to play Battletoads again. Um, <laughs> the original NES one? Yeah, the oh, NES okay. one. The NES one. Um, I actually, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, man, it was so hard. But I was one of the people who eventually would get past the, the jet ski levels. Oh, you're a, you're a liar, man. No, no, it's true. And you get to, there was like this snake <laughs> level. In fact, I made this really weird snake reference in regards yeah, to a God I, I of War game, the, and nobody got it. Nobody got my I reference. I watched like the speedruns of this during the one of the speedrun 
things, you know? Yeah, those yeah. those guys. Battle toads, like, that's, that stuff is crazy. You have to have had it memorized. There's no other way to do it. So, yeah, so, yeah Rare Replay Collection, super impressive. Um, I, like I said, anybody can probably find a few games that they like in that collection, and uh, just overall, the amount of work and, and craftsmanship that they put into it, I, I think definitely, and the price, you know, like I said, it's hard to beat the, the $30 yeah, starting yeah, price. That's awesome. Um, so I, I would definitely recommend that. Uh, cool. The other game that I've been playing that I want to talk a little bit about, Rock Band 4, which just came out this past week. I mentioned in some of our earlier shows that it was one of my more anticipated games of the year, and it's here. It's upon us. Um, it's pretty much Rock Band, so I don't think there's, you know, a lot that I can say. Everybody's played it. Um, you know, Note Highways, where you, you know, you twiddle away on your guitar, and there's a karaoke component and drums and bass and all of that, and it's pretty much the same idea. Um, the I, I got the version that's digital, so I'm, I'm not buying any new bundles. I'm using all of my old instruments. They're all backwards compatible so far. Uh, there is a kind of a weird backward compatibility matrix with this. So, for example, the Xbox One version uh, is not necessarily directly backward compatible with the previous games. You have to get an adapter for it. Um, different versions of instruments, like the Ion drum set, I think, is... Uh, it's, it's like it's not currently compatible, but it will be soon. Um, I even have a cheapy, like, third-party guitar that uh, kind of it just emulates the official Rock Band guitar. It works fine. So all my my war chest of, of old plastic instruments uh, still seems to be pretty well intact, so I can pretty much play anything on it. Uh, the big thing with uh, Rock Band 4 is not in addition to the new tracks and the new set list, of course, all of the old DLC, well, all, quote-unquote, uh, of the old DLC is, is uh, still compatible, so they are bringing it forward to the new platforms, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Uh, I have to say, right at launch, it's a little bit of a mess right now. Um, they, uh, and even the official Rock Band Twitter, had said, you know, okay, you can start, you know, preloading your your old tracks. Here's here's the way to do it. Uh, the PlayStation Store wasn't updated. Um, apparently, it's a huge pain in the neck on Xbox One. Uh, you pretty much have to hunt down your old tracks individually. There's no batch load for that, so... Uh, in How would it, you do that? How would you hunt them down individually? Well, you can do it either from the in-game store, uh, just like you would buy new tracks. It'll sort of remember... The text that you own them? Uh, right. Well, it'll it'll just sort of like in the previous games. It'll say, well, this track is purchased, or this track is $1.99, or whatever it is. Oh. Um, so, so I, you, I never played the previous game, so I have no idea. Oh, man, never? I never... Well, I, I played plenty of guitar here. I played plenty of rock band. I never owned rock band. Yeah, okay. All right. So but you, yeah, I, I can jam with the best of them. All right, good, um, good. But uh, yeah, I just don't understand. I don't know... Yeah, so the thing is, it's it's a little hit and miss right now as far as getting those tracks. Like, a lot of the ones that I have purchased previously, they just kind of have this scrolling ellipsis, these dots, and it's when you try and do something with it, it's like, oh, there was a problem with your purchase. So they are still kind of ironing out some of those kinks. Uh, they are also not sure about all of the, um, the export files, so when you upgraded from... Say Rock Band 1 to Rock Band 2, they would, you know, you could use a key that came with the game to, um, to, to purchase or to activate exporting those tracks to a digital format so you would carry over Rock Band 1 songs into Rock Band 2, Rock Band 2 songs into Rock Band 3. Rock Band 3 never exported because there wasn't a Rock Band 4 on that platform, so they're still working on figuring out can they even do that. Um, Rock Band Blitz still works. Uh, Lego Rock Band, I think, uh, works. Lego Rock Band? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what I, missed, I missed all this. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get Lego Rock Band, and I really regret yeah. it. Um, so I, I, I think I had the original Rock Band, and that was it forever. I'm super into this. I guess I'm maybe I'm the one percent on this. I, you know, I, I don't know. But uh, the thing is, so it's it really is a little bit of a chore hunting down all of this stuff. And all of the time that I've spent, well, I, I would say probably half the time that I've spent playing Rock Band Four has been like sorting through the store, 
trying to pick out my what old game. games. Yeah, Sounds awesome. Yeah, it's the, the the graphics are great. Those menus. Um, so as far as the playing, um, I, I play guitar. I, I can play anything. I'm just that good. But um, <laughs> but man I generally of many talents. <laughs> that's right. I'm the Renaissance man. If I could just clone myself and just have the all Jeremy band. Um, but I, I w- the first night we played it. So it came out on like Monday, I guess it was, which is kind of a weird day. Uh, Monday night, Tuesday morning, I guess something like that. It was midnight Eastern time on Monday. Um, and, uh, so played a little bit of that, and actually my first few tracks playing with the game went really well. I was really happy with the charting, uh, the difficulty levels felt just right, I, you know, I went up to expert level, and I was like, oh man, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get thrashed, but it was pleasantly, satisfyingly difficult, um, and I, and I know that that's, that that's something that sort of is on a song-by-song basis, but I was just so excited by the hype, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm playing Rock Band 4, and it just felt really good, really good first impression. Um, one thing that's actually new in this, so a couple things, so one is that if you played Rock Band 3 and you like the keyboard mode, no more keyboards, they've, they've not committed to including keyboards, um, which I can sort of understand, it was kind of the lesser of the, you know, four different kinds of instruments you could do, and Harmonix is kind of making a gamble on this, even releasing this to begin with, I mean, they're, they're sort of banking on the idea that this is even going to come back as a thing. Um, they, they're so. hoping there's enough uh, old farts like yourself that want a new rock band game yeah but it's it's super cool though like i don't know i don't know it's just cool no dude it's cool it's cool so no keyboards look at the track list man there's nothing in here that even makes me excited really dude there are like 1800 there are like 1800 available tracks and if you can't find something in there if you can't find a good healthy bunch of stuff out of 1800 songs i'm buying new music i'm gonna buy rock band 4 i'm gonna play the songs that are on it why would i want to buy more songs uh, well, I mean, what do you pay for music on like iTunes or whatever? Ninety nine cents a pop. Yeah, exactly. So I have Spotify. I don't pay anything. Yeah, this is this is the I, only. I like, I like the Guitar Hero Live. I mean, we talked about this last week a little bit, but the Guitar Hero model where you have a subscription when you get whatever music you want that's in there. Yeah. In the platform, I think that's a, that's the better model for this for me. It sounds good, but remember, it's Activision, so we'll have to kind of see how it turns out. But. Um... Anyhow, so one thing that is new in this is they have a freestyle solo mode now. For they have it for vocals and they have it for guitar, and I want to talk about it for just a minute uh, before before I close. But they they have so in in the past um, they have had like drum fills. I don't know if you guys ever did any of the drum fills where they just give you a free kind of play yep. mode and you do 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 or you know whatever it is. That's exactly how it went. That's my that's my drum um <laughs> but they now have something kind of like that for guitar which uh basically it allows you to as long as you're on rhythm you could they they have three different speeds you can either have like long slow notes and then you can kind of noodle away on those long notes um you can do medium no- speed notes on the beat or you can do fast notes that are like you know double double time or whatever and as long as you're strumming and hitting your frets on the rhythm it will fill in automatically with little preset um, sort of note licks, I guess. They're all in key for the song that you're playing in. And it's a little weird at first because you're like, what am I doing here? And you're just like, and you just start doing stuff. But once you you play the tutorial, which I did and kind of figured it out, it actually sounds pretty good at at least most of the time. I mean, every once in a while you get you get a bad one, but um, generally speaking, it, it kind of works. And if you if you do an up strum, it'll do kind of a bend, like a note bend. So you actually have a little bit of freedom within those confines to to, to play something original. And it sounds really cool. For example, if you're playing like. Uh, 
I don't know what smooth, you know, the, uh, Rob, uh, Rob Thomas is Rob Thomas. Is that the guy's name? And, and, yeah. uh, Santana and, you know, all those areas where he's like, do, 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 you can do your own and it's on key. And, you know, if, if you're good at it, if you've practiced a little bit, you can actually make it sound like a weird new alternate version of smooth or something. Um, and so, so it actually kind of works. Like I said, every once in a while you get some sour notes or like something doesn't quite fill, but, um, and it actually alternates. You can do it uh, further up on the neck or down by the body of the guitar. So they have kind of prompts to do high notes or low notes. So they give you some guidance about how the structure should go. And you can choose to ignore it. Like you don't have to do any of that, but you lose your streak and, you know, you kind of are on the, you know, just flying off the seat of your pants as to whether or not it's going to sound like anything. But um, if, if you kind of follow the guidance, that freestyle mode actually sounds pretty good. Not all of the songs have a freestyle mode, but they have sort of retrofitted, and I don't know how they did this, but they retrofitted some of the old tracks. Like Smooth was not a, a new original for Rock Band 4. I mean, they've got, they've got some new songs. I think there are probably between the platforms, you know, 20 to 30 new DLC songs in addition to what comes with the game. Um, but these have been retrofitted into some of the old games or the old tracks as well. Um, so I've just been going through and finding any songs that have a freestyle mode. And uh, do you and remember uh, Prep of the Rapper when you would rap really good and it would like kind of go into that kind of mode? You shut the hell up. I not only remember Prep of the Rapper, I live Prep of the Rapper every day. <laughs> when I when I'm driving to work, I'm rapping cool. Cool, man. Yeah, that's kind of what that reminds me of. And so let me ask you. Bit. So did you ever play Um Jammer Lammy? I did. I played a. I, I did play a little bit. I never beat it. I played a bit of it though. It was. It was pretty fun. I liked it. Yeah, it was really good. And the thing about it that, in my opinion, made it a little bit better than Parappa was when you did the cool mode because instead of, I mean, Parappa's raps were all right, but it's like when you got to the cool mode and you were freestyling it, he was just saying kind of weird stuff. Like, yeah, it was like put hard. the cake, put the it cake, was like really cake, cake, punch, punch, kick, you know, or or whatever. And it kind of just like, all right, I guess that's cool. But with Um Jammer Lammy, it was like this where, you know, they you would have based on the phrase that you were on, you'd have a preset bunch of licks that you could do. And it kind of sounded like a song that you were actually playing. So mm -hmm. uh, Lammy was really cool in that way. So uh, so like I said, again, sort of carrying on my theme of a little bit of old and a little bit of new, rare replay, and then also rock band, a little bit of old and a little bit of new. And uh, I'm looking forward to eventually getting all my all my tracks back, and uh, you know having have, having some good old uh, rock band parties. Fill up your freaking hard drive with music you'll never play. Yes, no. In fact, I, I planned ahead for this too. I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but I got a big two terabyte <laughs> hard drive for my PlayStation Four, and this is exactly why because I knew I was going to be deal digital only rock band. I'm filling the whole thing up. That's very Lamont of you. <laughs> yes, like a goldfish just uh, swelling to fill my available space. So, listeners, if uh, if you like to fill your available space with, say, great podcasts, you can actually go to our website, GameByteShow.com, and find all of our previous shows there. Download them all. Save them forever. Pin them on your fridge. Do, do whatever you need to. Uh, and comment. Uh, let us know what you thought of this. Uh, if you have a favorite game from the Rare Replay collection, uh, if you have opinions about the free-to-play in Total War Arena, if you think that the Americans are going to do well in the StarCraft tournament, I don't know. Whatever, Whatever's going on. Just let us know. Uh, you can do that on our website. You can reach out to us on Twitter. Collectively, we are at Show, or you can reach out to us individually. I am at Jeremy underscore Lamont. Find me at Legrand. You can find me at Red underscore I. And absent from the show today is Count Elmdor, Dale Jones, at Count underscore Elmdor. Uh, and as we were talking about earlier, find some of our video content. We do it every week. Uh, Jared uh, 
kindly shows us the his lack of skill in a variety of games. Uh, Total War <laughs> Arena, most recently, like he said, you can find that on our uh, YouTube archive. Uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, we're, we're going to be kind of ramping up here, as we said, for the uh, Extra Life, so take yes. a look uh, for our Extra Life team. Uh, join us, you know, contribute, whatever you want to do. We're going to kind of put something loose together. I guess we're still figuring out what we're going to do, but uh, we'd love to have you on board. And we'd love to have you on board with our show at the top of the week. We will come back to you on uh, Sunday night to talk to you about the latest news, new releases, and a topic of discussion. And you know, Legrand, I kind of liked your idea about what uh, what developers would you like to see a big collection? Maybe we should talk about that, and I'll actually have, yeah, a, have a good answer. And point. if it, any of our uh, listeners want to join our Extra Life team, you can actually find that at extra-life.org slash team slash show. All one. Oh, Join. Look it up right Raise now. money for kids. We'll, uh, we'll we'll have to tweet that or uh, and or put it on the website so it's a little bit easier. But uh, yeah, we'd love to love to have you on board. And uh, like I said, we'll have you on board uh, for our next show later on this week. Uh, we look forward to speaking with you then. And until then, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. See ya. Yeah.